painting to photography, from beadwork to woodworking. KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University presents Artbeat. Artbeat highlights the work and accomplishments of local artists from in and around Winona. Support for Artbeat is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Today on Artbeat, we talk about programs for young people at the Great River Shakespeare Festival with Director of Summer Education Programs, Jen Oswald. Jen explains how the youth education programs work, what kinds of experiences the students get, and the joy of working with these young creative minds. We also talk about the apprenticeship and internship programs, and sadly, the passing of a former student. I'm Bill Stoneberg with Director of Summer Education Programs, Jen Oswald, from the Great River Shakespeare Festival on Artbeat. I'm here today with Jen Oswald. She's the Director of Summer Education here at the Great River Shakespeare Festival. Uh, Hello, Jen. Uh, Thanks for coming in. Hello. It's great to be here. Yeah. um, You know, uh, I was asking Eileen, Eileen Moeller, who's the Marketing Director of the Festival, um, I asked her, you know to uh, send me someone in charge of youth education, stuff like that, because I think that's really, really neat and important. Um, mm-hmm. uh, how did you get involved as the director of summer education? You know, what was your path that kind of led to this? Yeah, uh, so I actually started with Great River uh, in season 10 in 2013 as a costume intern oh. um, and fully was intending to go uh, forward with technical theater. Mm-hmm. And then that year was the first year that Great River started trying something called Shakespeare for Young Designers. Um, and I was asked to help with it uh, with the uh, former education coordinator, Lauren Smith, uh, at the time. And my first response was, oh, no, 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 I don't teach. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she goes, that's that's fine. That's fine. I teach. You know things about costumes and technical theater. And that's what I need. And I mm-hmm. said, OK. Um, so I go in and uh Right. It's a few kids who very much looked as if their parents had signed them up and oh, they did okay. not want to be there. And uh, <laughs> And I was like, well. That's a bust. Uh, And then I see the students a few weeks later at their final presentations, and they are excited and articulate and know things about Shakespeare. And I was like, what happened over the past few weeks that I completely missed? And uh, I got really interested in the ways that um, we can use theater to do a thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And... Uh, started to, I was still in college at the time. And so I went to my advisor and I was like, what is this thing, right? What are the ways that education can work with theater? Um, And how do we reach different audiences than the audiences sitting in the seats in front of us, right? right? right. Accessibility, et cetera, et cetera. Uh And um, kept asking to be involved with the education programs. I came back for a few years working in the costume shop Mm -hmm. um, and eventually, uh, sort of through the years, about four seasons ago, um, the position was open and uh, I ended up filling in as the um, acting education director for the summer and took over full time the following year. And here we are. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, interesting path to get there. But uh, I fully credit the fact that I do education full time, both here and uh, at home in Chicago, where I'm from. based on this festival and my experience here. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) That is awesome. Um, You know, you said a couple things in there that kind of piqued my interest, like, um, you know, you know, walking into it and the the kids look like there's parents signing them up and they're like, oh boy, whatever, you know. (laughs) Um, 
Do they often have any theater experience coming in, or are they just kind of coming in cold a lot of times without any experience? Or? Yeah, it totally depends. Um, and that is something that we, uh, myself and the other instructors, uh, work really, really hard to say is uh, not only is theater accessible, but all of our classes are accessible okay. and Shakespeare is accessible. Right. Um, yeah. Right. Which is not normally something that you think you should toss a bunch of kids into and like, here, put on a Shakespeare play. <laughs> um, but what we really work to do with our education programs is boil it down to how do we make this something that everybody can do and everyone mm-hmm. can understand? Right. Um, and so we have students who come for their very first year and usually by the end talk about how intimidated or worried they were. And by the end, they are getting along with everybody. They are speaking the language just as clearly as all the students have been doing it for five, seven, whatever years. Um, And it's just about having sort of a collective company mentality of meeting not only audiences, but students where they are Mm -hmm. and giving them the assistance and the support that they individually need to do something that is collaborative and collective. Right, right. I I think we're kind of alluding to it right now, but what do you think is like the importance of having the youth program, you know? Because it sounds like there's a lot of benefit to it, you know? Not just for students, but the community. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I The thing that uh, I am always so struck by at the end, and this year in particular, we did a talk back after the final mm, um, okay. Young Designers and Young Actors presentation. And almost universally, the students talked about this being a place where they belonged oh. and where they were accepted. And so, I mean, right... <laughs> That's all all of us want, theoretically, (laughs) is a place where we (laughs) belong and are accepted as sort of as we are. Mm -hmm. Um, But especially uh, for young people, and we have programs that go all the way down to age four. Um, We have age four through second grade is one class, um, third grade through sixth grade is another one. And Mm -hmm. then um, students can either join when they're at that age or graduate into our seventh through twelfth grade. And those are the ones that um, sort of simulate a professional process, whether that is for designers, filmmakers, or actors. Um, And it just kind of says that this is a place where you belong and Mm -hmm. we want to value who you are and um, we really emphasize uh, diversity in the way that we cast our shows and in the way that we create the projects that we create Mm -hmm. Um, and sort of saying like whoever you individually are have a place in this class versus right. trying to conform into oh, cool. what we expect it to right. be. Right, so they can kind of follow their own passion and what they're interested in. Yeah. So is it broke down? Because uh, you know we've you've mentioned like quite a quite an age range uh-huh. there. You know, <laughs> uh, what? How is it broke down? Because I'm assuming the six year olds aren't studying with the twelfth graders. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we have um, sort of two sets of classes for younger students Mm -hmm. um, below middle school. Um, And those are all taught by Casey Mixon, who's been with the festival for years and years and years. Um, And it's all about an introduction to um, theater, Mm -hmm. an introduction to performance, and an introduction to play. Okay. And an introduction to Shakespeare. Um, And so she uh, works a lot with, so right, age four through second grade is our um, Will's Creative Drama. And that's a half day program. Um, Students come in for five days of the week and it's all just about exploring storytelling. Ah, Um, But really based on uh, classics and fables. And again, like a sprinkling of Shakespeare. Um, But really just about how do you do this and how do you get young people to remember their lines and create uh-huh. shapes on stage and tell a story using themselves and right. their own expression. Um, and then the step up from that is uh, grade 
grade three through sixth, which is Will's Power Players, um, okay. also taught by Casey Mixon. Those are full day classes that run um, one week each. Um, and same thing. It's just diving in a little bit deeper and taking advantage of the sort of inherent um, creativity and excitement that comes with that age, but also a little less of the inhibitions that come uh-huh. once students get older. Um, and she has them telling stories and telling fables and they're acting it out, whether they're playing a character, they're playing a tree. Uh-huh. Um, they use their full bodies and their full voices and their full imaginations right. um, to dive into what it means to be on a stage and to share a story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, for grade seven through twelfth, um, we have Shakespeare for Young Actors, which has been around the longest. Shakespeare for Young Designers, which started in 2013, and then Shakespeare for Young Filmmakers, which just uh, started right. a couple of years ago. Yep. Um, and all of those are um, right seven through twelfth graders. We're working with middle and high schoolers, mm-hmm. but. Uh, students have this great autonomy over themselves and their work and their practice. Um, and we treat them as if they, right? Same. There's no, you can't do this. Right. It's we are expecting you to show up and do the same thing that a professional designer, actor, filmmaker would right. do right. with the guidance of our instructors and with our professional company members. Right. Um, and so uh, they are really encouraged to explore their own creativity, but also held to pretty high expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, Right. I think uh, one of the students said this in the talk back last weekend, too, but it's not every kid who wants to show up and study Shakespeare for three weeks. Um, But we really try to make it so much more than that. Yes, you're spending a lot of hours if you're in the uh, actor's class looking up the words. Mm -hmm. But so many of those skills are aggressively transferable right. to right whether it's about self-discipline and self-awareness and working with a team um, or just the ability to focus and mm-hmm. yeah. do work that you're expected to do yeah, yeah it sounds like an invaluable experience you know because like especially when you give them the space to do the work you know like oh we expect you to be able to do this mm-hmm. so then I, I think that gives uh, I think oftentimes that gives students confidence to to be like, oh, well, they expect me to. I guess I can. Absolutely. You know, that's- and that's a, um, so I'm also currently getting my master's in education. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and so it's interesting after years of teaching in all these different uh, contexts, I'm like putting some of the formal training right, to, right. to do the thing. Um, but uh, statistically, the number one predictor of student success mm-hmm. is teacher expectation. And so we kind of just go into it with the expectation that you can do this right. and you will do this. Right. Um, and it's, Right, and everyone needs a different level of support, just like adults. Right, um, right. But we very rarely have any issues with students not completing the things that we ask them to do because mm-hmm. we set this precedent from the very beginning of you can and we will help you get there. Nice, very nice. How do so? So with the uh, older kids, you know, um, you broke it down into several different. Uh, uh, several different things like acting, uh, the filmmaking, I think was there designing in there, mm-hmm. I think. Um, can they, are they like, do they have to pick one of those areas or they can, can they kind of cross over and do different things or? Yeah. So for each year, they're in one class. Okay. Um, and we have had, which is a very cool thing, see students um, try out different classes over the years, right? Uh-huh. They can t- theoretically take these classes for six or seven years. Uh-huh. Um, and so we do see them. Uh, I was just talking to a student this year who's like, 
I think I might try acting next year, you know, oh, and, it's, cool. and it's that kind of thing where um, they get to see somebody else do it and mm-hmm. see if that's something they'd be interested in, um, which also, right, a lot of the design students are um, students who don't want to be on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that program is so unique, um, right? Across the country, across the world, I, you know, across the country, um, whenever we talk about theater programs for young people, it is almost universally something that is for actors. Okay. Um, and the things, the thing that young designers and young filmmakers says is like, there's a place for you in this creative field that is not on stage, right? right. We have administrators, we have directors, we have designers, mm-hmm. we have stage managers. And so we have all of these different people that make the thing. And here's a chance to try that out. And so a lot of students will start there. And then if they do uh, feel more comfortable and want to try out being on stage, maybe they go there. Maybe they come back. Maybe they try filmmaking. Um, And so uh, we've sort of seen a year by year students getting to explore different facets of what they get interested in as they grow. Right, right, right. How far away do they come from? Like, um, is it all over? Um, We... uh, this year had a student who drove for the Twin Cities every single okay. day, oh, which wow. was right. <laughs> uh, that I mean, an insane amount of commitment by them yeah. and uh, their guardian, right. and that's such a huge um, piece of it. And I'm so grateful to see the commitment of the parents and guardians of our students that mm-hmm. the lengths to which they go to make sure that their student can participate in these programs. Right. Um, which is not only, uh, you know, that sort of driving day by day. A lot of students who either lived in Winona and have moved away will come back and they stay in a hotel room for a few weeks. And oh, that's wow. part of their summer trip right. is their kid takes this class. And that's oh, what wow. they sort of build it around. Some students are coming in from Lacrosse La and Rochester. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have plenty of students who are local to Winona. Right yeah. Are there any plans to like, um, since there is such interest in it like that, to maybe expand to have like uh, housing or something for people who want to come from far away? Or? Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it. It's such a <laughs> huge undertaking make- to figure out what that is. Right. Um, but uh, we've talked about it and I would love to see that be something Something that's feasible in the future. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the university here um, <laughs> could uh, help out with that. That'd be nice. That'd be really cool. I'd like to see that. That'd be cool. Um, especially if there's things like the uh, designing and the mm-hmm. filming and things like that where they're, you know, not centered on acting. So there's a place for everyone, like you yeah. said. You know, people like me who like to work behind the scenes. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and if you start that in seventh grade, there's no telling what by the time you get to college. Right, and, right. You know. Well, and like you said, all these skills are very transferable. You know, I mean, you can carry that throughout your life into whatever career path you take, you know. Absolutely. Or, or even just in your personal life, really. <laughs> you know, <laughs> focus. I could use that in my <laughs> personal life. Exactly. You know? um, so uh, how many students do you usually get in these programs, like like per class or something, you know? Yeah, it really varies year by year. Um, we do pretty intentionally try to keep them small, right? When we say that we meet every student where they are and we show uh-huh. for extra tutoring and right. the capacity of our teachers is only so much when um, almost all of our teachers are either actors in the theater, um, right, or they're doing some other work in a different department. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we intentionally keep them pretty small and intimate. Um, this year we had um, we had 40 students total across all of the programs. Nice. Um, it was a little bit smaller this year than we've seen in the past. Oh, wow. um, we also had to be very diligent about things like uh, COVID testing and mm-hmm. taking temperatures, which we were kind of grateful to keep it a little bit smaller and be very intentional about saying these are the expectations of the year. And we had some families who weren't able to do that. And we Mm -hmm. talked about 
you know, and we worked with them on options, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but uh, we do try to keep our classes under 10 to 15 per student, okay. especially with the older classes mm-hmm. um, or per class, uh, just so that we can make sure to give the attention to our students that we think they deserve. Right, right, definitely. Well, it sounds like a great time for everyone. I mean, yeah. it sounds like it'd be fun to, <laughs> to teach as well, you know. It's a blast. You know, um, especially with, if they have such an interest in it, you know, that's got to be that's got to be rewarding. What's the most challenging uh, thing you've run into um, organizing this stuff and doing it? Well, this year. <laughs> oh, this year. In general, say, I'm sure, right? I'd say last year and this year were uh, a whole <laughs> different level of um, – we're going to be inside. Well, we have masks. Well, we're going to be outside. Oh, but it's really hot. Well, right. where's that? And so, like, oh, there were a lot of those yeah. things. Um, and I think uh, the challenge is just that we have so many things going on and trying to get everybody on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I mean, I've worked a lot of different places, and there's something really special about the folks who work here and that mm-hmm. everyone is just. Um, incredibly flexible and willing and sometimes we make especially this year with our final performance I think I came to you know I go to our um, production manager and our um, sound coordinator and everybody and I'm like okay here's the plan and I get everyone on board with the plan about 48 hours later go okay new plan so what if we (laughs) what if we do this this and this and they're like okay okay yep we can make that work about 48 hours later I went Okay, so that won't work because uh, the student's out of town and we can't do, and they're like, okay, okay, mm-hmm. And I'm like, um, new plan. And, <laughs> and I think within the past week, we had at least four to five different, like, fully-fledged, we're running forward yeah. with it. Um, and so it was just getting, right, nothing about theater, and especially when we're working with the camps and with kids and with families. Mm-hmm. There's no I'm not working in a bubble. So like right. I can't sit here and Jen says we're going to do this and then we do it. I need to bring a whole team of people mm-hmm. on board with me and I'm very very grateful to all of those right. people who make it very easy to do that. But someone always gets left off the email chain and uh, you know and so yeah. there's always an additional question of me just walking in and saying like can we do this thing? Um and sometimes the answer is yes and sometimes the answer is no right. and sometimes the answer is what about this instead? Right. Um you know, so you really just it, right? yeah. <laughs> you know? I think that's uh just one of the biggest challenges but I'm really fortunate that everyone that I work with here makes it mm-hmm. really really easy to solve those problems yeah yeah well i think when you have such a passion for your work um it makes it a lot easier to be like uh yeah we can do that and you just roll with it and figure mm-hmm. it out right you Absolutely. know you're all in it together so yeah you know you just got to figure it out um you know I, I forgot to even ask so do you teach some of these classes and what do you teach yeah um so i taught uh shakespeare Fing designers for um a long time, mm-hmm. like I said, that right. was what I started working on in right. 2013, 2014. Um, and then this year and last year, I took a little bit of a step back um, just to be able to balance all the things that I need to do. Also mm-hmm. running our other education programs, um, right? We also have um, a bunch of uh, community engagement work that we do, mm-hmm. weekly meetings. We work with interns and apprentice programs. Right. Um, and so I have had to take, unfortunately, just a little bit of a step back, um, uh, but I still oversee the young designer 
partners and work with them a couple times a week. Fun, yeah. fun. That sounds awesome. How about, um, you know, we, we talked about what's challenging, and obviously this year, last year. Uh, what about rewarding? What's been kind of, is there a moment that's really stood out to you since you've been doing this? It's like, man, that's why I do this, you know? Oh, boy, so many. <laughs> um, I think one of the things uh, that really stands out to me, and we got to see a lot of that come to fruition this year, is the students who grow through our programs. Oh, sure. Um, the students that uh, we met when they were perhaps even below middle school, um, mm-hmm. a lot of students start in the um, World's Power Players uh, with Casey and then graduate into the Young Actors, Designers, Filmmakers classes. Um, we've had a lot, of stu- a lot of students who started as middle schoolers in these programs and middle school them is very, very different from 11th, 12th grade them. Right. And getting to come back every summer and say, hey, you know, I, oh my God, you know, you're taller and you learn this thing and (laughs) you make eye contact now. And we're so excited. Like you are here and that you are excited to be here. Um, And so getting uh, to watch them sort of grow year by year, which is so unique, um, I think across the board for, so you know, uh, but especially as a teacher, it's so often I work with students for a very small amount of time Mm -hmm. um, and then they're gone and you trust that they're doing great out in the world. Um, But it's very rare to get to see the year by year growth until they are there graduating from high school and talking about what they're doing next and excited about what they're doing next and um, pursuing a career path. And you've known them since they were 12 or 13. Just diving in and very nervous about this new thing they have agreed to do. Oh, that's got to be so cool to see. Yeah. I love that. I love that. If there are uh, like parents or or students uh, listening right now and they they want to get involved in this, how would they go about that? What's the best route? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one, please do. Uh, right. Two, uh, my email is education at grsf dot org. Um, you can always send me an email uh, and. We'll get you the information that you need. Um, otherwise, grsf.org slash youth education okay. um, is where you're going to find up-to-date information about all of our programs, um, just more details, dates, how to apply, et cetera, et cetera. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah, and the, and the website's very easy to navigate. It's it's very easy to get there. So very cool. And um, you mentioned that you do a little work with the apprentice and internship programs, too. Mm-hmm. Um uh, what do those entail? Like, how does that work? Yeah, so uh, those are two separate programs, and okay. we do. Um, we are just overwhelmingly proud of our intern and apprentice programs. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, around thirty or more percent of our professional companies started as either interns or apprentices. Oh, nice. um, yeah, which is just a, wow. a bonkers number, Within myself the same included. Um, mm-hmm. oh, and so, great. yeah, I was a costume intern. Um, Eileen, who you mentioned at the beginning, mm-hmm. was an intern uh, right. way back when, and mm-hmm. left and came back. Yeah. Uh, as a staff member. And so uh, we really believe in the power of those programs um, for early career folks um, to get them set up and to hopefully bring them back or send them off (laughs) better prepared for a professional career than they were when they started. Um, So those run in two separate ways. Um, Our internship program um, is uh, has positions in a bunch of different fields across technical. So we have stage management interns, carpentry interns, um, we have sound interns, and then we also have administrative, so marketing education. um, And uh, they are here for the entire twelve week season. Um, They are both 
learning and growing and being supervised and guided, but they are also integral to the process of the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Our festival would not run without our interns, okay. um, yes. which is a great opportunity in both directions um, mm-hmm. that they're not here to get coffee and they're not <laughs> right. here, you know, they're not here to observe. They're here to do and to learn and right. to learn and make mistakes in an environment where somebody is there to not only catch them, but help them be help a better professional. And, yeah. um, and then our apprenticeship program is uh, acting. Okay. And so we have young professionals coming from across the country um, that are here to, so it's typically a paid program. Um, this year was the very, very first year that we were able to fully supplement their tuition with donations. Um, and so they, none of them had to pay anything, nice. um, which is really important to us. Um, and we talk a lot about scholarships here. It's because, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we're in theater. There's not a ton of money in theater. <laughs> right. um, but money is the thing that makes everything run. Um, Mm -hmm. And we really try to be as equitable as we can. Um, And uh, particularly with the apprenticeship program, we know that a couple thousand dollars for tuition is out of reach for a lot of them. Um, And right, you do pay for training programs, but uh, it was a really great gift that we were able to figure out the money this year to fully uh, cover their tuition by donations. So Mm We're hoping to be able to do something similar in the future. It's a lot of money to be able to cover, and but continuing right. to have that in the back of our mind, um, that we want these programs to be financially accessible, mm-hmm. um, and that that's a huge step in being able to do so. Um, and they uh, have been working on Romeo and Juliet this year, and so they work with uh, the directors of the program uh, to not only have, like with the interns, uh, workshops and professional opportunities. Um, they have mentors in the acting company that they work with throughout oh, nice. the year to just be a reference point of questions about the career path. Um, And then uh, they just performed their final presentation of Romeo and Juliet in full uh, last Saturday. And Mm -hmm. that was a great production. Nice, nice. Um, So if there are people who want to donate and help out, because it sounds like that's a very important part of this, um, how would they go about doing that? Through the website? or Yeah, the, absolutely. To, um, to donate for anything, you can go to uh, grsf.org slash support. Okay. Um, and there's a donate button on there. Um, you can just donate in general. <laughs> you right. know, anything makes a huge difference mm-hmm. to us. Really, truly, $5 is not nothing. Right. Um, and then if you are interested in donating to a specific um cause or right. fund, uh, you can note that in your donation and it will be earmarked in order oh, to cool. uh, go directly towards that. Nice. So if they want to donate to the internship program, they can do that yep. and make sure that that goes there. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. You hear that out there? org. <laughs> so get over there and uh, support this festival. It's a fantastic thing for the community and everyone involved. Uh, so, Jen, I also um, am aware that there's a, a former student that passed this year. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that? There was a dedication of a performance. and Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Jake Carlson was in our Shakespeare Fearing Actors program for years um, and was a huge part of our classes and uh, sort of leading with um, joy and bringing that into the room. And uh, he did unfortunately pass away uh, shortly before the season started this year. And so we did dedicate our final performance of the young actors this year to Jake in memory of him um, and everything that he gave to the program 
forum while he was in it. Um, and with that, uh, right, I've talked quite a bit about scholarships and financial accessibility. Um, and we know that our programs are not financially accessible to everybody. However, um, we at Great River fundamentally believe that nobody should or will be ever turned down because they cannot afford our programs. Um, and a huge part of the reason we are able to do that is because of donations to our scholarship funds for our youth programs specifically. Um, and so we uh, did ask at that performance and we're continuing to uh, say that as part of that dedication, um, if anybody wants to make a donation um, in honor of Jake Carlson, uh, that will go directly towards our youth scholarships to continue to maintain the accessibility of those programs in coming years. Um, and that's something that can be done by dropping off a check or cash at the office with that specific notation um, or making a donation at grsf.org support. Um, and on the donation page, uh, saying that it is in memoriam for uh, Jake Carlson. Okay. Okay. Nice. I'm here talking to Jen Oswald. She's the director of summer education. Uh, Jen, as the festival is already wrapped up for this year, um, is there anything in the works for next year? Like you mentioned the Romeo and Juliet where they were doing episodes, mm -hmm. 30 minute episodes the whole time until the end. Um, is there anything like that kind of unique stuff that we might see next year that's in the works or... Yeah, one of the things, um, right, we talked a lot about accessibility with our youth programs, mm -hmm. but that is a value across the board. And um, one of the things that I am most excited about uh, as running the education programs, which involves community programs, right. is uh, something we were not able to do this year uh, was something called a fidget-friendly performance. Um, and it's the idea of, uh, right, so sometimes it's hard to sit through a two-hour or more Shakespeare play. Mm -hmm. And I say that for myself as well. Um, <laughs> Um, and uh, so this year, by its nature, was sort of friendly to anybody who needed to stand up, walk around because we were outdoors. Mm -hmm. um, but in the last couple of years, we did something called a fidget friendly performance, which uh, really goes back to um, folks who might uh, make noise during a performance, who might need to stand up, bringing small children ah. um, who just might not feel comfortable going to a standard performance where you're expected to sit quietly and right. sit still and not leave the theater. Um, and so we started started doing fidget-friendly performances, um, which means that everyone in the theater, including um, the actors and the audience, are aware that the audience might be a little wiggly, who might need to get up and walk around. Um, if you are breastfeeding a child and you need to step out, um, or if you need to do that in the theater, that we are... Uh, saying that this is a performance right. for you um, and for anyone who uh, doesn't feel comfortable sitting completely still and silent during right. uh, an entire production. And that is something that I'm really excited to bring back with our shows next yeah, year when we are yeah. back inside, fingers crossed. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and that, that's a great opportunity for people, like you said, to bring small children and get them interested mm -hmm. and then maybe they'll be in the youth programs exactly. next year. You know? <laughs> Fantastic. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming in, Jen. Uh, I'm talking to Jen Oswald. Uh, she's the director of summer education here at the Great River Shakespeare Festival. Having a hard time spitting that all out. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for coming in. Always a pleasure to talk to anyone from the festival. You guys are always just, there's so much passion involved. I love it. I love it. So Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for having me. It was a blast. Thanks again to Great River Shakespeare Festival director of summer education programs, Jen Oswald, for joining us today on Artbeat. For more information on the festival, go to grsf.org. If you'd like to contribute to the festival's youth scholarships in honor of Jake Carlson, 
you can make a donation at grsf.org support. And just make a note that your donation is in memoriam for Jake Carlson. For more conversations on art, tune into Artbeat Tuesdays at 1230 right here on 89.5 KQAL. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've been talking about youth education programs at the Great River Shakespeare Festival with Director of Summer Education Programs, Jen Oswald, on Artbeat. Artbeat is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us on the web at kqal.org.